0: You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So, I saw this uh, 2020 episode. Of course, I have to go to sleep to uh, Dateline in 2020 and story of, stories of serial killers and murder and abuse and whatever. <laughs> it's relaxing to me. Anyhoozle, uh one of the older episodes about Daniel Holtzclaw was on. And, of course, that case, for people who don't know it, he was a police officer who would harass prostitutes and addicts, even former addicts, even former prostitutes, and uh, he would sexually assault these women that he pulled over. And he was convicted, and he's trying to appeal right now. It's a to-do, but it it, it was on. And it got me to thinking about this story that we talked about several months ago about this uh, dude impersonating law enforcement, like federal law enforcement, on reservations. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we We know that happens. We know that people impersonate law enforcement anyway on all levels. yeah. but how much does it really happen in Indian country? I mean, if it's if we're under reporting absolutely everything, including domestic abuse and that I mean, we're certainly not going to report abuse at the hands of law enforcement, yeah. Who do we who do we tell?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a tough one because Indians are we're we're automatically leery of anybody with the with the uniform. Um and and the thing is like like you don't you you don't have to have a certain uniform. You don't really even have to impersonate any law enforcement division in particular to get a reaction Especially, as long as you can as long as you can flash a little badge and you you know you look like you might be from some kind of something or another you might you know be somebody you need to talk to and i mean this is how they can get information they can do they can do all kind of crazy stuff you know it's,
0: well not only with a badge but if you've got a gun if you've got a gun yeah. on your hip you know, and not to mention your badge. Yeah, I'm going to look at your badge, but I'm going to make sure I can see your gun in my peripherals.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I am watching that that firearm.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you can, you can do all kinds of, you know, get people in all kinds of situations just by that perceived power, that perceived authority. And like I said, you know, Indians, we're, we're in a unique position that it could be several different types of law enforcement that are coming to you to talk to you because it could be BIA, it could be local, it could be county, it could be FBI, it could be, you know, plainclothes. There's just, there's it's, it's crazy, man.
0: Well, and when you think about... The lack of law enforcement officers in Southwest Oklahoma. And that's not a jab at them. There's like, what, six of them to cover the entirety of Southwest Oklahoma? Yeah. That's a great deal of land, folks. That's, I mean, that's like almost like the corner, the northeast corner of the United States.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and it's empty it's, land. It's like, yes. you know, it's, it's a lot of. A lot of space in between um but yeah i mean it, it's it's crazy because we have to deal with so many different levels of law enforcement i mean it gives it gives you the chance to be able to impersonate any type of law enforcement i mean
0: well and it's how like many I people said- how
1: many people really look at badges that that close when they're flashed you know
0: and how fast are they being flashed
1: yeah
0: is that an intentional thing i want your badge number and then you get knocked out
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) be be it by
0: an actual law enforcement officer or not or an impersonator um But, you know, it's like I said, there's not that many law enforcement officers in southwest Oklahoma on the BIA side. So how easy would it be for like somebody who's got some kind of political nefarious scheme, politically nefarious scheme to dress up some of, you know, some tribal members or whatever with outfit them with tribal law enforcement gear or BIA law enforcement gear or whatever and go down and shake down citizens and the citizens really wouldn't know any different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean and and it's been it's been done before and and you know you have a lot of tribes now who have their own police force and you know, depending on the tribe and how much power the actual tribal leadership has over the police force, they can they can be using them as an intimidation factor. You know, paying off cops isn't just exclusive to uh, to white America. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. it's it's crazy.
0: Yes, there are such things as tribal militias.
1: Oh yeah, uh, those I think they were called the Goon, the Goon Squad, or yes. something like that. That was up in uh, I think South Dakota or North Dakota, or one of those uh, one of those reservations up there. But it was basically uh, this this tribal leaders kind of henchmen. I guess did all his his, kind of his dirty work, right?
0: But that's not new. I mean, when you really think about it, even, even if somebody's not roughing somebody up, there's still ways to threaten and intimidate people. I mean, just think about what we do here. And we greatly appreciate folks listening to us and interacting with us on social media, but we absolutely realize that there are a lot of people that cannot talk about such things. And we know that a lot of people would lose their jobs, would subject themselves to maybe some harassment for talking about the things that we talk about. Because it is happening on the local level, folks. Don't don't kid yourself and pretend like all of that stuff isn't happening right here in Oklahoma, in Southwest Oklahoma, because it is.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, and so um, I wonder, how would you report that? Like... Okay, so if some, if some BIA cop came to your door and was asking you all these crazy questions and, you know, just got the information and left, it would be weird to you, but you would still comply. Like, you would still give that information like, oh, you are a BIA cop. Well, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, But it's like you said, if you're not discerning and don't see that and give them that information and they go and do something awful, like, who do you go to? Because you already think it's the BIA cops. And we're just using that (laughs) as an an example. It could be any agency. But like, you're not going to report it to them. Do you no. I guess we would call the FBI,
1: yeah, I mean, there there theoretically, there should always be something higher. but whenever you're talking about like like if we were talking about like tribal cops, I don't know what who has authority over tribal cops, you know, like
0: be the FBI. The FBI is the law enforcement supreme over and dense.
1: So. Law enforcement supreme. For
0: you. <laughs> That's the rumor. <laughs> but yeah, I would think that that would be who we would have to call uh, for something like that because, and you don't know who's involved. That's the thing. And, again, not just BIA, but all law enforcement agencies. You don't know who's connected to who. You don't know if this is a concerted effort. You don't know who's involved.
1: Yeah. Man, that's that's always going to be – I think that's always going to be a, a, a scary thought. I mean, just –
0: we don't mean to bring you down today, folks.
1: <laughs> but... You never know pulling the strings, you know? Like, I mean, because they can... We have these, these stories of it all the time. And, I mean, it, it's easy... It would be easy to see a, a conspiracy there. I mean, it's happened enough in history from everywhere, so...
0: Yeah, just pay attention and it's okay to ask, why are you pulling, o- pulling me over? If they don't outright tell you, it's okay to ask, why do you need this information? You're not obligated to tell anybody anything.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about getting a dash cam.
0: You should. I have a right to remain silent. And I'm going to exercise that right. Not this second. So, and you know, you know, you could hear like people going, yay. It's like, oh, <laughs> 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 Whatever. Whatever. It's Thursday, getting ready for the weekend. It'd be a beautiful day if it weren't for these 80 mile an hour wind gusts that we're having here.
1: Man. That got pretty windy last night.
0: Yeah, 80 miles an hour, folks.
1: Good old Oklahoma. Uh,
0: Yes, indeed. That is where we are. So it's gonna storm again tonight. So get out there and enjoy your windy day because we got more rain. And as as all the older folks say, and we sure do need it. That's how you know you're of a certain age. When somebody says rain, and it doesn't matter if it's coming or we haven't had it or anything else like that, the always, always, always the appropriate response is we sure do need it.
1: And we sure could use it right now,
0: <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's raining men. Hallelujah. We really need yeah. it. <laughs> we need it around here. We <laughs> <laughs> job. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.